Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Guardian of John Connor. What's he done now? There was a guy here this morning looking for him, too. Yeah, a big guy on a bike. I wouldn't worry about him. Get down. <laughs> Who sent you? You did. 35 years from now, you reprogrammed me to be your protector here. He's a Terminator like you, right? Not like me. The T-1000, advanced prototype. Kill us all! Go! Come with me if you want to live. We don't have much time. Excellent. It's definitely you. Hasta la vista, baby. Without dickwad. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. Hi, I'm Sebastian. This is the vehicle's top speed. I'm Andy Schossler. I'm Jordan, and I need your clothes, your boots, your motorcycle, <laughs> some directions, some spare change if you have any would be fantastic. <laughs> and welcome to our review of, okay, hear me out. Is it T2 or Terminator 2 Judgment Day or Terminator Judgment Day? Because I'm seeing so many variations of this title. I'm going to say Terminator 2 Judgment Day, though. I, I think it was abbreviated... 
when it was referred to in the marketing as T2. Yeah. yeah. Right? Officially, but it's Terminator 2 Judgment Day, right? Yeah, it's Terminator 2. That's right. Perfect. That just helps me label the episode when we're done with it. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, good God. Um, they, really, Seb, why don't you just stay consistent? You know, you know, you use the T2 music for last week's episode, which was Terminator. Why don't you just call this one the Terminator 2? Everybody knows <laughs> what's going on. This is so but Terminator tempting. 2, T-O-O. This is the Terminator 2. <laughs> I can't explain how tempting it was to put the T1 music onto the intro for this episode to see if it upset you. But I didn't do it. Because I would have upset One you. out of three ain't bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, because it's like saying playing the theme to the Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, we're watching T2, but here's some Roger Rabbit music. <laughs> it's consistent. That beat is consistently like the, the Terminator theme throughout the entire franchise, though, right? I just picked the best version of that theme. Sure, it's a light motif, but the. Actual clip that you used last week was not from the Terminator. Yeah, but it, it was, was from T two. But it's the Terminator music, like, like Duel of the Fates is not from all the Star Wars movies. It's from the it's no. Like and if you but and if you Star used Wars it, music. no. And if you use Duel of the Fates in your review of Rise of Skywalker, people would be like, "Thank you for picking the be- best possible <laughs> song for us to hear during this review." Sebastian, it would be inappropriate, but it would be good. No, <laughs> because nothing about Rise of Skywalker was good. Oh, wait, no. Is that should the have played the Cantina yeah. music, then it would have been a better movie. <laughs> if I did the Cantina music <laughs> yes. for all of them. Yes. That's more consistently Star Wars, because at least <laughs> it's a leitmotif of the Mos Eisley Cantina. So, okay, if which I is not specific to any one film, but pretty much, uh, pretty much a, a, a new hope, although it could theoretically be in any of them. Okay, so you're saying that if I mixed nine different intros for nine different Star Wars movies and I put the Mos Eisley Canteen theme into all of them, that would be acceptable. However, it would be less one annoying. <laughs> but this song is literally just a reamp of the T1 theme and it's used in the next 27 Terminator movies. Like the, it's the same really Oh, I feel like I can't win, but it's like, I'm not being unreasonable for once, it's you. Okay, okay, no, 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 no. This is putting putting the T2 theme on an episode for The Terminator is like doing a Star Wars episode and having the Richard Cheese lounge version of the Cantina song. That's instead acceptable. of instead of the Cantina song. I'm actually okay with that. I said it's just a different version of it. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, no, I accept that take on it. Okay, but that's still I put the best version of that song <laughs> in here. Like sure. I think we. I mean, there's a lot of versions of that Terminator theme. I prefer. I actually genuinely prefer the T2 version because I literally search Terminator theme song, and you'll be surprised. Yeah. How much that one comes up over everyone else. I don't think I'm alone, but I think no, the of course, best soundtrack for this film. But I like the soundtrack from the Terminator a lot better than this one. Yeah, like I think it's it suffers. T two is pretty good, but it suffers from that sequel. I don't, you wouldn't call it a curse, but that that kind of no, that, that, that I would <laughs> no that sequel funneling where you attempted to use more of the stuff that worked really well in the first one, and you you take fewer risks. So yeah, you get a lot more of that variations on that theme. You don't get the the bloom of of the of the whole garden just left to nature like you did in in t1 for the soundtrack t2 is very focused it's oh no these plants worked really nicely and we'll just we'll just plant those in this in 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 this garden this is sort of a point i would i'm more likely to bring up in full next week when we review t3 but (laughs) what (laughs) are you spitting on that movie um but I find it really weird that this film has its own little callbacks to T1 
and so does T3. But in this film, it comes across as charming and kind of nice. Yes. Whereas in T3, it just instantly made me annoyed. That'll make Rolling us some money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this movie just felt like it was a consistent thing. Yeah. Whereas next movie, it does feel like a bit of a, hey, uh, yeah, look, we're doing it. We're doing the Remember turn. Remember the thing. good old days? Yeah. <laughs> and I he's, uh, he's going to say the line. Are you guys ready? <laughs> yeah. Are you guys ready for the line? He's going to say the line. I need your clothes oh, and a gun. <laughs> Give me all your shit. You have yeah. a nice hat. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but I guess that would be more of a point for T3 because in this film, it works well. It does. But yeah, do you want to get into some uh, old trivias? What do you yeah, reckon? Absolutely. I assume you're, you're, you've just, you've got oh, Seb, the trivia Cocked is- and loaded with trivia. Pouring out. Can I talk about ears? <laughs> ears? Ears. Whose ears? Uh, Robert, Robert Patrick's, Patrick's ears. ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have the I don't have the full explanation up, so I just want to say he he's he was running with his ears. And Andrew, I'm sure you have the actual <laughs> trivia. There. Is that true? Um, he did spend a lot of time training to be able to run, sprint essentially, mm. with his mouth closed, breathing only through his nose for that kind of sinister mechanical mm. look. Um, in fact, he was so good at it. Uh, in multiple takes, he would actually catch up to Edward Furlong riding on his dirt bike just <laughs> just just while running. It's crazy, yeah, because he's a he got crazy good at running. It's very good. Terminator Two carries an eight point five on IMDb. Very popular film. Rotten Tomatoes confirms that with a ninety three percent critical, ninety four percent audience. People love this film. I said last than the first one, isn't it? Well, the the first Terminator. Um, has an 89% score from the audience mm. and 100% critical score. I've wow. never seen 100% yeah, critical score before. That's crazy. Yep. But that's Terminator and it is a perfect film. So really I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, but very popular. Budget of 102 million. Oof. So... It'd be a lot for an early 90s film. Yes. Well, it, was, it was one of the most expensive films made at the time. And... At a budget of 102 million, it was 96 million dollars more expensive than the Terminator film. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, um, Just and a it, bit of an increase. <laughs> and it made a lot more, but obviously not as a share of its thing. Sure. So the first Terminator made 78 million off a budget of six and a half. This one made 520 off a budget of 100. Mm. Um, so already, you know, the Terminator made 12 times its budget. This one made five times its budget. T3 made twice its budget. So maybe it made its money back after marketing. And once you hear the clauses in Arnie's contract for oh, that I one, can imagine. <laughs> just wait for that next week. Wait for next week's movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the trivia is basically about how Arnie screwed the producers <laughs> for all that he could. That's all right. I love contract talk. Um, anyway, T2, it won four Oscars. Yeah. I was looking into that. That's really weird. Like, Best For an visual- action movie, you wouldn't expect it to be like Oscar bait. <laughs> well, still, I mean, it's James Cameron, and he yeah, does he does true. like to push the envelope, and the visual effects are ah, oh, they're fantastic out, yeah. out of this world. You know, it's like Jurassic Park level mm. of of CG stuff. It's just so so memorable. So it won best visual effects, best sound mixing, um, best makeup and hairstyling, and best sound editing. Um, I Checks just out. read <laughs> they're all great. <laughs> While looking for the trivia that I think I may have made up in my own head about Robert Patrick um, going, using his, basing his neck movements off a bald eagle. So that's sort of, which I would, I would think more like an owl, except with the backwards part. That's fucked. Maybe, but 
an eagle kind of makes sense because an eagle is, you know, hunting and it doesn't want to give away its position. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find this ear thing and I can't it's, find it. It's funny. I mean, Arnie's, Arnie's approach to um, sort of getting into getting into character of, um, of of the Terminator was just to practice movements over and over again until they essentially became automatic and, and very mechanical. You know, he would just have that muscle memory of, of doing things, cocking guns and things. It would just all be on, on automatic. Uh, whereas Robert Patrick, yeah, based it on on the movements of, of of the bald eagle. It also says here that he trained himself to fire a gun without blinking. Arnie did that too, and yeah. I suppose all of them have to have to do that. Yeah, fuck that. Although the T one thousand relies less on using firearms, he's a knifey boy. <laughs> which is an interesting concept. It's an inter- mm. interesting way to take the Terminator. Yeah, definitely. It's really it always stuck with me in my childhood as well. It's like yeah. that's the cool Terminator. <laughs> God, what happened to Robert Patrick? He did interesting stuff. It's weird. Though. He actually reprised the T one thousand in oh, both Wayne's World, Wayne's World yeah, yeah, yeah. and Last Action Hero, and <laughs> debatably John Cena's the Marine. All right, okay. <laughs> there is like they're, they're being chased by. He's the bad guy in that movie. Uh, he's like the sorry the head bad guy, and they're being chased by John Cena, and they for some reason that they cannot drop this guy. He's so because he's John Cena, and there's this line like, "What is he a Terminator?" And they do this thing where they cut to like Robert Patrick nice. looking in the rear vision mirror nice. right into the camera. <laughs> so I like to think that that was him. Um, but he had a really weird career in a sense that he did he did um he did a couple of movies after that. I think he was a detective on a police show. I just uh, want to point well. out his like one of those CSI. I really don't shows. recognize him from anything else. Well, I guess oh, this okay. is like his iconic role. I guess so. I suppose I'm sort of not supposed to. He <laughs> didn't stop working after this, obviously. Yeah. but he went more just like all, not all, but a lot of straight to DVD things. That's what I mean. Like he went sure. from like this, which should have been like a, a star launching oh, career God. in this film. You look at you look at Arnie's um, mm. uh, at Arnie's uh, resume, and through all of the 2000s, it was just flop after flop. Mm. No, sure they they made a they made a little bit of money, but you know they just were not memorable films at all. Well, over this way, Robert Patrick's four films listed on IMDb, like his four most well-known films: Terminator Two, Judgment Day, obviously, The Faculty, which I actually love that movie. Yeah. He's the he's the coach, I believe he's the coach of the football team. Uh, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. That's right, okay. the bad Charlie's <laughs> Angels film. <laughs> yeah, and the fourth movie. John Cena's the Marine. Nice. <laughs> that you, until this moment, had not heard of. It's definitely the role he was. He, he's best remembered for. He's good That's in the Marine, by the way. He's, just, he's unequivocally the best actor in that film, right? Because he's the only. Like, because well, he's not. It's early days, John Cena, and actually, you know what? It's a fun movie, and maybe one day we'll review all the Marine movies. Yeah. Actually, you would. Fu- it's okay. Weirdly, that might be the niche to get Andrew into wrestling. Because they all star a wrestler, but they're trying all to find an angle for that for a long time, Seb, and I don't know if you're going to get a successful one. But I, li- action I like The Rock. I like, you know, Dwayne Johnson in, in films. He's pretty good. I haven't seen Skyscraper, but from what I've heard, it was just a it's generic action Very thing. silly, but it's fun. Yeah, but I like him. Yeah, he's a, he's a very, he's a very, he's like Arnie. He's, he's just... You want to you want to go up to him and give him a hug, yeah, and just <laughs> yes, I I would love to share. A I want to go with up you. and try to hug him, but I think my arms are that yeah, long. <laughs> exactly right. But he just what I mean is he, he seems very friendly and approachable. Yeah, you know I'm sure he's busy as hell. John Cena's name in the Marine is John Triton, and I guarantee <laughs> that's so he'd know that people were talking to him. <laughs> 
Uh, so Arnie, as well, is is, is not without um, uh, skills, and he spent weeks and weeks mastering that rotating single-handed uh, oh, cocking yeah. of the of the rifle. Um, and he tore his hand up a few times just from getting his hand locked up in the mm. uh, in the mechanism. He nearly knocked out Edward Furlong a few times <laughs> <laughs> just, just just from you know mis misfiring the the thing as it comes around. But it's a good move, and it does look cool. Speaking of what a that kid get up to afterwards? Robert Lots of meth. Yeah? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. I don't me. know if it was meth specifically, but... We have Edward Furlong, are we? Yeah. Let me see if he did any other good movies. Oh, he he was, was in American History X. Well, there you go. Yes, he was, yeah. Um, the, I'm just going off the, the four movies at the very top of this of his thing, but obviously this one. He, has, he hasn't done much. Uh, Detroit Rock City, which I've never heard of, and A Home of Our Own, which I've heard of and I thought it was a TV show, but apparently it was not. <laughs> oh, he was referenced in the latest in Terminator Dark Fate. As a, they yeah. did like a CGI body double because he gets shot in the face uh, in like whatever. 10 seconds. Stupid film. Um, but it looks like a lot of nothing. Sounds about right. Yeah. Seems to be the case for most 90s child actors. <laughs> he was in CSI New York. He was in a rehabilitation clinic. Yeah. He was, he was up for... Um, reprising his role as John Connor 10 years on in T3. Yeah. But because of the substance abuse, alleged substance abuse, right. um, the producers kind of said, nah, I mean, you can't really do worse than Nick Stahl or whatever his name was. <laughs> <sighs> he wasn't the problem in T3. Well, the no, scr- but the script helped. was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, the whole everything, <laughs> if we can blame everything. And uh, Linda Hamilton, also not without skills. The scene where she's picking the lock when she's uh, escaping from the hospital, she genuinely learned how to pick locks and is genuinely picking that lock. Very cool. When it's, when it's happening. Oh, she's in Dark Fate. Yeah. Is she starring in Dark Fate? Linda Hamilton. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's Sarah Connor. She, she's Sarah But it's Connor. her. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Good. Yeah. That movie might be better. Eh. No? <laughs> it's like, I wouldn't be so shocked if it wasn't. Don't give it too much credit, so. Um, so visual effects, right? T-1000. <laughs> There is three and a half minutes of screen time of the T one thousand. Really, is that all? That's all. Oh, oh sorry. Of of um of him like morphing and doing mm. all the, all the visual effecty stuff. You know, right. he, Robert Patrick actually gets a lot more. Yeah, yeah. But it's just all the visual effects and you know of this thing blob coming around yeah, and yeah. out of the fire and knives and things. So all those things. Three and a half minutes of screen time of those cost five and a half million to do that alone. So 5% of the budget yeah. just on three the minutes. T-1000 effects. Um, and Industrial Light and Magic took eight months to complete it. They had to grow their um, uh, VFX team from six to 36 just to, just to make it on time for wow. release. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? But totally paid off because yeah, sure. it still looks good today. Yeah, 30 years on, it still looks amazing. I did... I only specifically caught one special effect in the entire watch. Obviously, you know when they're using special effects because old mates are... <laughs> old mates metallic are... Metallic blob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you talking um, about the one in the helicopter? No, the one I caught was when John's uh, foster parents have been taken over yes. and she he's talking to his fake foster mum and she kills the dad. Yeah. She's got this shot where her hand 
comes from a blade, turns from a blade back into a hand, yeah. and she's looking at it while on the phone, and you can tell that her hand, when it's back to being a, a human hand, is just on some different plane of existence. Too. <laughs> um, oh, you think so? Yeah, like you, I could, you, maybe it was just because it was blown up so big on my TV, but it maybe. was almost like I could, I could see like that weird, almost okay. faint white line around her hand in front of her body. Like you could tell like it was just okay, possibly. not there. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, I wonder how they went from turning it in from blade into hand. Yeah. I'm like, and then it was back into normal hand but it wasn't, I think it was a CGI hand. It's a pretty clean morph. And I would imagine oh, the white yeah. line you saw was just like the glimmer of light or something that it, it was maybe, supposed to yeah. be off the- It looked like an effect from a 3D movie for me. Like it actually just looked like it was okay. in the foreground. But I mean, definitely it was, but it was only like, we're talking like 10 centimeters into the foreground. Like it shouldn't <laughs> feel like it was- Yeah, right. right. Um, I'll see if I can. I'll see if we can pull up the scene uh, later just to show you. But I mean, okay. it wasn't. They didn't take me out of the movie. Like it's. I'm like this is a movie from the '90s. It looks incredible. <laughs> um, but yeah, one thing I didn't know is that Michael Bean, who plays Kyle Reese in The Terminator, was originally considered to play the T1000 yeah. to be a reverse role. And how good would that have been? Yeah, that would have been cool. You know, how could you have played up with that? He comes up to to Sarah and oh, Kyle, what the hell are you doing here? And stabby stabby. Yeah, would have been great. That was poo-pooed by the producers who just basically dismissed it as, as being too confusing for for the audience. Yeah. How little do you think of your audience yeah, that, really. you know, that would be confusing? Well, you get a nice little reveal that Arnie is now a good guy instead of a bad guy and it takes 30 seconds to explain it on, yeah, exactly. on film and it's brilliant. It's a, nice, it's a nice scene. What could have been. What could have been. Mm. Exactly right. I mean, Robert Patrick did a great job. Yeah, he's great in it. That would have been really cool though. I found it, boys. <laughs> I found the scene. It's just this one shot. It's hard. I mean, I've frozen it, but um, when it turns, it her blade arm turns back into a hand, and they cut it so you can you can't see the hand above the elbow, and you can just tell like the hand is just not there. Uh, yeah, like the movement around it's a little bit funky. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, this movie gets By zero stars. Standards, anyway. Nitpick, Seb. No, zero <laughs> stars. <laughs> it took me out of the movie. <laughs> I couldn't believe any of it after that. T1000, my ass. Yep. Uh, James Cameron didn't want the trailer to be just unfinished bits of the film modeled model together. So he set aside 150000 for Stan Winston to make a trailer specifically. And what he ended up coming up with was uh, just the T1000, uh, the, the T800 endoskeleton coming off an assembly nine and, and just being very menacing and mm. you know, not revealing anything about the story. Not the trailer that I used because <laughs> it didn't help. <laughs> and it ran for a year before. In fact, it, it, it was shown um, as a trailer when Total Recall was being premiered oh, in cinemas. How about that? And then closer to the date, they, they, they started to hype up, you know, Arnie as being the, the good guy. So it wasn't a total shock, but yeah, it was still, right. nice to, still nice to see. A um, couple of twins in this. Yeah. <laughs> Why do parents do this? Don and Dan Stanton <laughs> are the other. Um, Donald and Daniel, I guess. Sounds well, yeah, less maybe. Slight, okay, but yeah. they go by Don and Dan. Well, that's their that's they choice. They choice. Yeah, that? but their parents kind of you know <laughs> open that door. That, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Linda and Leslie mm-hmm. Hamilton. Both play twins, and both sets of twins play a T-1000 and its victim. Yeah. That's handy, though. Yeah. It's handy that Linda Hamilton had a twin for this movie. Yeah. Very <laughs> handy. In a deleted scene, she's also um, being operated on or, or, or something, and uh, obviously in, instead of doing the, the visual effect, um, I think the, the camera sort of 
pans around the mirror or something. So they just had two two twins sitting opposite a frame, oh, okay, rather yeah. than using a mirror to to do it. I'm That's clever. Just yeah. rewatching, but it's a deleted scene, and I think. I've only ever seen it once. I'm just rewatching the um the T2 trick teaser right now with the making of the actual thing. It's good. It's good. It's yeah. Solid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stan to be Winston's fair, he effectively made a short minute and a half <laughs> film for $150,000. dollars <laughs> yeah. should look fucking good. Um, uh, for the Spanish dub, Hasta la Vista was translated as Sayonara Baby to keep the joke. <laughs> yeah. <All good>. yeah. <laughs> I think that was rather nice. And... Um, are you interested at all in why August 29th was chosen as Judgment Day? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, ooh. very. Give me a minute. I'm, I was going to Google August oh, 29th. <laughs> why, Seb? Because Come on. I'm, it autocorrected to 1977. Is that Judgment Day? 70, no, no, 97 is Judgment Day. 97? Yeah. Yeah. I, I typed August, August 29 no, and it ordered prompts no, to 1977. No, I just no 1997. Listen, I, I, I can't. I'm being dyslexic. It was 1997. <laughs> it, it was the thing I'm trying to say, but not the thing that I'm saying. Um, what happened on this date? Oh, Netflix launches as an internet DVD rental service. Oh, that <laughs> is that year. <laughs> Judgment there, right? It was, um, it was chosen because it was the anniversary of the Soviet Union's first detonation of an atomic bomb oh. in 1949. And you wonder why not make it the first detonation completely mm. uh, of, of, of anywhere, which was July 16th, 1945 by the US. But... I kind of get it because August mm. 29th rolls off the tongue very nicely. It does, yeah. July 16th is a bit close to July the 4th, mm. Independence Day, and you know, August separates it very nicely for that mm. reason. That's really interesting. In 1966, same date, the Beatles performed their last concert before paying fans at the Candlestick Park in San Francisco. <gasps> oh. So maybe 66? that was- 66? That's what it says. I thought they were still together- in 1970, oh, I might be dyslexic. Let's swap those sixes around. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1966. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think it's apt that literally Netflix launched the same day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the death of cinema. <laughs> well, if you've been following Netflix news, uh, they may not. They may have taken a very steep financial hit from their Cuties release. Oh, did they? Well, a lot of subscribers went off them. I mean, like, I'm just not going to watch it because it's what weird. a stupid idea for a film. Do you guys want to know what fun fun births happened that year? So, 1977, right? No, 1997. Fuck, <laughs> I can do this, guys. I can do this. No one famous was born on that day. What a shame. I mean, the that's closest a, that's appropriate was 1995. Frank Perry, who was a director, was born. That's the closest one. <laughs> All this is terrible. Oh, it's Miners' Day in the Ukraine. <laughs> nice. Um, Why do miners get a day? <laughs> it's Municipal <laughs> Police's Day in Poland. Oh, very nice. Um, International Day Against Nuclear Tests. It's probably linked to the one. Excellent. That, oh, there you go. Day. That's nice. Although I, I would imagine that came after the, for the film. Yes. Yeah. Well, after the film <laughs> or just after the, the Russian thing that, that started, that gave them date. Maybe. But why single out the Russians? Because they deserve it. <laughs> the US actually used nuclear weapons. They're the only oh. country to have used nuclear weapons. It was established in twenty nine. Sorry, two thousand and nine. So much go. after. Okay, yeah. too late, guys. Only Don't already happened. <laughs> <laughs> and Arnie, being the shrewd businessman that he was, for accepting the role, producer Mario Casa gave him a slightly used Gulfstream three jet valued at somewhere in the vicinity of $14 million. Jesus. For accepting 
Just the for role. saying yes. I will accept just the engine of that <laughs> <laughs> to do anything. <laughs> just one of the wings. <laughs> oh, fuck me. That did set us up. Yeah. How annoying it is that you could sell the wing of a plane and just be set for life. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to find somebody to sell it to. And yeah. who's, who's going to buy who's just in the a market wing? for the, a wing? The exactly. person who has the rest of the plane without the wing. <laughs> oh, I've been searching for this for so long. <laughs> <laughs> It matches the serial numbers match. I would imagine their legal team would do away with any profits <laughs> very quickly. Oh, God. Um, is there any more trivia or do we get into the actual There's review, plenty more oh. trivia, but they're the only things that I found interesting. Oh, if you it. If you want to know more about T2, yeah, the popular films have people writing about them. You didn't even once read the running with his ears thing. Nope. <laughs> I, did I not can't Seb. find it, but I remember reading the Robert Patrick. Maybe you made this up, Seb. Yeah, it may not be trivia, Seb. Um, it he may would, not be real. He, desi- he described the way that he would move his head and his body is that his ears would always have to be on center um, with where he was going. Sure. So he would run as if his ears were like pivoted spots against... But I don't think up. that had so much to do with his ears as it was he just a reference ears. for him. Yeah, yeah, he said that. He ran with his ears. Okay, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Most people do like with their legs and their arms. But he, but he, he ran with his ears. He, he has very long ears. He said it. I'm not on trial here. I'm just repeating a thing that I read once. I know you believe that he said it, Seth. <laughs> I'm not questioning that. I can't even Google it. I can't see it. Also, my A button still doesn't work. So it's like Robert <laughs> runs with his ears. Ears. <laughs> So T2, excellent. This yeah, is a fun one. I really enjoyed it. Bar scene, good intro to Arnie. Mm. Riding on a bike. Anytime you start a movie with a guy going full dong in a bar. Well, actually, <laughs> that, that's, you're off to a good start. That does bring me to my first point. Negative 10 stars for this film. <laughs> we, got, we got some dong sway in the, in the first film. There was some shaft. There was a bit of a pendulum swing. <laughs> there is zero dong in this film. Seb, if the audience has come to expect Arnie Dong. And if you, and if you, you, you not deliver, <laughs> if you are crazy for some Arnie Dong, I can put you. I can put you in touch with uh, with a website that uh, caters exclusively to your tastes. Are you suggesting that there is a, a specific website only dedicated to Arnie's Dong? I'm saying there are multiple. Oh, okay. In <laughs> fact, there are some websites where you can even have an in-person demonstration. I'm not after I'm more dong. I'm just saying in you the seem first to be talking film, about his dong quite a bit. I'm though, comparing it to and the original being film. Disappointed at yes. the lack of dong sway in T2 makes me think. Well, because you, you, can't, like, you can't give someone dong in T1 and then and just take, take, it, take it away. <laughs> it's like Chekhov's gun. Okay, you see the dong in Act if One you show or it, Movie you One, must shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> um. I was actually more just surprised to see Dong in the first <laughs> film, to be honest. If I'm going to be like, because I hadn't seen Terminator One until we reviewed it. There's no Dong in the first one. There absolutely was. No, it's just Arnie in in the buff. Oh, from no, I've got to search this to prove you wrong. Terminator One and the plan dong. to have okay, Arnie's don't. Dong in <laughs> Seb's search history is complete. Mission accomplished. <laughs> we got him. So great opening scene for the bar. In fact, it mm, was really good. Um, suggested by the producers when the budget started inflating that that scene be cut. And Arnie, you know, they, they, they tried to recruit Arnie to uh, to convince James Cameron to cut the bar scene introducing the Terminator mm. all over. And he said, yeah, only a studio guy would 
would do a stupid thing like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a great scene. Yeah, can't help who, who this can conversation. I'm searching for dong. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the scene where he's running up to the, the to the thugs. They cut it for the YouTube version. I mean, it's just as it's just as memorable. YouTube's always censoring <laughs> dongs. Unbelievable. It's just as memorable as the um, as the the Terminator um, introduction in the first one, where mm. he beats up the the punks. Yeah, and it's just as violent. It's not bloody, but it's just as violent. You mm. know, he's tossing guys through through windows. A guy yeah. lands on a hot plate. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they cut it. Sorry, it's this long shot of him walking up to the thugs, and he's fully in frame. And he walks up, and just before he steps into the light, it cuts back to the thugs. My version must be like the dong cut or something, because <laughs> it has it, it had it had some dick in it. And that's not a complaint; it's fine. I'm just saying the version that I have is different to the YouTube version. Look, if I'm paying for this movie. <laughs> Put the dong shot back in. Yeah. Come on, YouTube. Hashtag release the dong cut. I don't know. Like, is that going to- Congratulations, Seb. I feel like we could get that trending. <laughs> I just, it's fine. But, oh, somebody uploaded a bootleg version. <laughs> I can prove my point. They've also lit it up, which is cheating. <laughs> just look up Arnie's dick. There's a Playboy no, picture not, of him. I'm not after Arnie's dick. I'm after his dick in this one scene. It's different. <laughs> It's a very specific request. I don't care for nice professionally <laughs> shot Playgirl photos. I just want the one little shot from the movie. We were talking off air before, before you got here, Jordan, about- <laughs> About um, you. <laughs> no, 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 about comparing, comparing T2 and T3. And, and I was- Don't sway, I seen it, I seen it. <laughs> it. Jordan, come, come, come bask in the glory of the dong sway. In fact, all three- Terminator films. There it is. Yep. Confirmed dong. Fine. <laughs> okay. Can we put it aside now? Can, no, we, sure. can we put it to bed? Yeah, it's done. Yeah. It's done. Good. Please, as you were. Yeah, where were we? <laughs> Sorry, dong on the brain. I just feel like a crazy person. Like, did I imagine his dick for, why would I do that? I gaslit myself. <laughs> I'm happy that you're as happy. As you were, Andy. <laughs> It's just nice to know I'm not crazy. Basically going off that old adage of less is more, right? Number one, obviously it's made made on a budget and James Cameron has to be very creative in how he, you know, does things. And mm. so when the time travellers are introduced, it's just electrical effects. You don't see anything of, you know, it's just a flash of light and there they are. Sure. Right? They arrive T2, it's a little bit more elaborate, there's still the electricity, mm-hmm. but you get, there is a shot of this sphere appearing yeah. and basically burning everything in its in its uh, radius, and Arnie's there. Okay, it's still fairly simple, you know, maybe we didn't need that, because the introduction of the T-1000 is perfect. Mm. You've got the, the cop there who is investigating yeah. this circular really cool. cut out of um, out of the fence, it's still, it's still hot, and... That's all it needed to be. Mm. You know, less is more. You, you, your imagination yeah. is much more powerful than anything you can show. Mm. And then T three completely screws it up by yeah. being very <laughs> computer graphicy and gamey. Yeah, it just looks silly. It's not uh, <clears throat> not fantastic. <laughs> and T two for that reason. Okay, it's not exactly less is more, but it still leaves a little bit to to yeah, subtlety. It doesn't. Sh- imagination. Yeah, it doesn't show every single little. You know detail going on. As we've established, it doesn't show every single detail. (laughs) It's different. It's concise. It's, um, if you will, a more subtle package than the first film. (laughs) 
After that, we're introduced to John Connor, um, who is now a young a young boy in a in a foster home. His I parents, do love a, an early nineties. You're not my real dad, <laughs> kid. Yeah, he's so slappable in this film for the most part. He's he gets better. He really is a, a brat and a, and a little and a little. Uh, um, well, there are other words we could use to he describe exactly what is he is. Lucky dog. <laughs> that this film came out when it did and not when Phantom Menace did because he would have gotten the same oh, treatment did. that um, little Annie did. I don't think so. People didn't <laughs> like his performance in this. They, I, I, it's a very a big complaint that Edward Furlong is the most annoying thing in the world in this film. <laughs> I just feel like if uh, he I'd runs argue the maybe risk. in the first act before he fucking... Oh, he gets a lot better. Gets, he his, gets his wits yeah. about him. But the point of T2 was that the Terminator was coming after him when he was vulnerable, when mm. he was a boy. Yep. Whereas, I mean, when you take all the pomp and circumstance away from this movie, it's really just about a couple of weird old dudes vying for the attention of a 13-year-old boy. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Wasn't that an Oscar? Didn't that win an Oscar last <laughs> couple of years ago? What, what's it called? What is that movie? I have no um, idea what you're talking about. Oh, God. I feel like I have a vague idea of what you're talking about. <sighs> the two popes? No, you... you <laughs> You do the film thing, it's and I'll, I'll do the I'll do the wrong film thing. Yeah. It won an Oscar. Actually, one one real beef I do have with this film, and okay, so many of its it's not faultless, and the faults that it does have are tiny nitpicks, right? But they're all forgiven because the movie is just sure. so terrific. It's so it's so good. But why does the T one thousand have? Robert Patrick's face. I know it has Robert Patrick's face because that's who was cast, but the movie doesn't really, it, he doesn't encounter a Robert mm. Patrick cop. Yeah, at the, he doesn't take on his identity. I never he doesn't thought of that. I just he doesn't accepted it. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> slip into anything. It's just like that's the default setting mm. from, from Skynet well, I mean, manufacturing. Yeah. And why, but why that face specifically? Um, no. Same reason that Arnie's face is, well, we find out why. I know, no, and, and, and I think it's a it's a good thing that they don't explain it because they do explain why Arnie looks the way he does in T3 Call and it's completely stupid. Right. Call Me By Your Name is yeah. the movie uh, I was referencing, yeah, yeah. but it's not about two older men. It's about one older man yeah. chasing after a young boy. Oh, fine. It's fine. I It was topical two Oscars ago, <laughs> three Oscars ago, 2018. Um, yeah, I guess it's just the default. It's probably just the fucking face of the CEO or something. Skynet CEO. No, I'm I'm it's generic it, cop man. It's not a complaint that they didn't do it. It's just a little gripe as to okay, there's no attempt for the movie to to explain it. To explain yeah. why, you know, it's yeah, it's not like that's the first person he runs into. He's not assuming somebody's identity to make his search a little bit easier. He just just slips in and that's that's the face and there we go. Did the TX in the next film, I'm trying to remember. It it rocked up as the blonde chick, right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Cuz it didn't it wasn't a blank robot and then became the blonde girl. It was the blonde well, girl. Well, she's right? a mimicky thing as well, so yeah. she can be anybody. Which begs the question, why I know. always have the same face? You should always, yeah. I mean, realistically, they should always be looking like someone else all the time, so you don't know exactly. It's, it should be like the movie, the monster from It Follows. Yeah. Mm. As opposed to just yeah. always Robert Patrick. Yeah, so you have no idea who, yeah. who's coming. Yeah. And the idea that it never once tried to be Arnie in this film is weird. I mean, it's 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 kind of clever that for the most part, the T one thousand disguises itself as a cop mm-hmm. because that's a that's a symbol of authority and of trust and whatever. You know, it's a it's a bit um, 
easy to weave yourself in and out of situations. And all, yeah, the access that, that you gain. I mean, he just shows up at the hospital mm. and the girl is ready to, um, to, to buzz him in and just say, yeah, 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 you're, you're a little bit late, but there you go. You doesn't have to flash any credentials. You don't have to say any passwords or any give any names. That's just it. He shows up and I'm here to see Sir Uniforms, my credentials, baby. Exactly right. Some good old social engineering. It's a very clever monster. Mm. Yes. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> I was waiting to see where so, you were going with that, but I feel like you were genuinely just like, yes. yes. So then we're- In my head, I was thinking about how unrealistic his cop outfit was that he wasn't attacking minorities. That's what I was, <laughs> I was trying to segue into that, but I couldn't, I couldn't think of it. And then you made a good point. I was like, yeah, that shit, that's true. <laughs> we're reintroduced to- I appreciate to- that you tried to get that joke in I there. tried to be, yeah, a little bit modern with my- Yeah. yeah it didn't work. Well, I mean, you get what I'm saying. We're reintroduced to Sarah Connor, um, who is now, as a consequence of having- um, her life changed around and being chased by this Terminator has, you know, been been training, is, you know, still going on about this Terminator thing. She hasn't uh, recanted anything that's that's happened and she's been put in an insane asylum uh, because obviously what she's saying is just so crazy. It, it can't possibly be true. There was no evidence. There was no whatever. So she's there for treatment the so whole time. Quick question. I may have forgotten at the end of T1. What actually happened to Carl Reese? He's died. Did he in, in that movie yeah. or did he die in between movies? No, no, no. He's he's there beating up the, the Terminator with its bum leg, Yep. right? It's sort of climbing the stairs. He shoves in the last bit of dynamite and that explodes. As a consequence of that explosion, the 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 Terminator loses its legs completely, yep. just torn apart and is you know incapacitated for, for a little bit. Um, but Kyle Reese dies. Okay, I must have just Sarah, glossed Sarah, over that. Sarah yeah. gets a bit of shrapnel in her in her leg, and she kind of crawls over to him, and just oh, he's dead. Okay, all good. I was just trying to work, work he out. Sacrifices himself for Sarah. Oh, and their baby. Mm, well, he didn't know that. We baby. Well, we did. I guess <laughs> eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that he visits her in this film in what I can best describe as literally a Freddy Krueger nightmare sequence. Yeah, that, dude, I had that exact same thing like in that first like dream where she like sees all the kids and stuff. I'm like, this feels like a nightmare and I'm sure. Like the same hazy. Yeah. Like, well, it, is, yeah. it is her dreaming though. It's all like yeah. in like weird slow motion. The kids are really creepy. Yeah. They, if they were fucking singing, it would have solved yeah. me. You could actually, if you dubbed in the singing over that, it would fit into any. <laughs> judgment day is coming for you, bitch. You're going to get it. So <laughs> you specifically. <laughs> the movie takes its time setting up everybody and introducing all the all the characters, but it's not done in a boring way. There's a little yeah, bit of action. No, like it's quite a long movie, there. but it kind of like just whizzed past for me. Yeah. Uh, way to drop the lead on my favorite character though, <laughs> Miles Dyson. He's coming. We're not, we're not up to Miles Dyson. Yet. I love Miles. There's a there's a lot to get through before that. <laughs> we've got we've got the T1000 who is going after John, um, and we're told that uh, a big biker who we know as Arnie is also looking for him. They have a nice little chase in a frankly awesome chase oh, through so the good. through the aqueduct in a in a um, in a truck that yeah, gets decapitated. Such an awesome sequence. I loved oh, it. So good. Um, and that puts John and uh, John and Arnie uh, together. They go off and, and do their thing. He explains. Arnie explains to to John that it's a it's a polymorph, introducing the audience also to the concept of what the T one thousand. Oh, so that chase is. scene um, is one of the great reasons that GTA five is a really fun game to play right. because you can kind of do that entire <laughs> yeah. sequence because they yeah. have those yeah. um what are yeah. they the drains the, the viaducts yeah. 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 yeah which are really fun to drive yeah. in. 
Yeah. Yep. Sorry, I just I just realized like oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Happen, would, I was like, oh, there would absolutely me. be like somewhere on YouTube like that scene recreated in GTA Five. I guarantee it. Oh, please, Seb, don't. I'm just yeah. gonna <laughs> type on my computer, and you guys can talk about Miles Dyson. <laughs> Not yet. Soon, Seb. <laughs> Damn it! I was hoping I could segue accidentally into him. Sarah Connor is talking with Doctor Silverman, who was the psychiatrist in in the first one, and she's saying, "Look, I'm I'm better now. I'm not talking about it. I haven't had an episode. Um, please, you have to let me see my son." Um, you know, I'm, I'm getting better and everything's okay. And he says, look, I think you're kind of faking it, so I'm going to lock you up for another six months. And she <laughs> flips out uh, and stages her big escape. At the same time, um, Arnie is just uh, trying to get John and, and get the hell out of there. And he says, oh, shit, this thing's a, a, a polymorph. It's going to go after my mother if it's, if it's going to be mm. going after people close to me. We have to break her out of the, the prison. That puts all them together in another awesome scene where the T-1000 does its thing through the mm. through the jail bars. Great scene. Yeah. Still looks still looks good today. 30 years old and it still looks good. Mm. It's crazy, right? You know? Oh, gives me shivers. Makes sense that they spent so much money on it. It yeah. should look good. <laughs> Somebody has filmed this in GTA 5 and they've done it in like the director mode and it looks, it's not like, it's not just like gameplay footage. Like they've got like moving cameras and stuff. Amazing. And it's like, Really fucking good. <laughs> so now we have Arnie together with, with John convincing Sarah that he's a good guy now. She shouldn't be afraid of this thing that has given her nightmares for the last 10 years because <laughs> it was trying to kill her <laughs> over a series of evenings. Just get over it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, and they head south to Mexico where she has some contacts where John grew up and they have guns and equipment and they can sort of protect themselves. Uh, John or, or grew up that. in Mexico. Maybe he is a little bit uh, like minority. Yeah, that works. He's still a white guy. Yeah, he can still be Hispanic he's and got white. A, he's got he a still Spanish counts as a minority. He's not Hispanic. He could have a little bit of Hispanic. Uh, in point of order. I Kyle Reese is white. Sarah Connor is white. Ergo, he is white. It doesn't All matter, right. but he is white. Um, he refers to the gun guy in Mexico as his uncle. Oh no, he refers to Arnie as his uncle, but Arnie's Austrian, which makes him an Ethnic, ethnic, which means he's a minority. What do you mean he's ethnic? He's Austrian. He's white. That's not ethnic. Arnie, he's Austrian. He's literally from Europe. Oh, God. He's like literally <laughs> European. Yeah. Specifically from Austria. <laughs> what does that matter? Because he calls him his uncle. So, yeah, his uncle Bob. Yeah, so he's obviously got some Austrian in his family, <laughs> meaning he's an ethnic. Which really plays into we got Patrick it. being back. a We're racist good. cop. Confirmed. Attacking this young minority. <laughs> Uncle Bob, Uncle Bob, whatever, Javier or whatever, whatever his name is, is yeah, whatever. Okay, Uncle Bob. Okay, <laughs> yeah, confirm. Sure. I confirm to the canon that this Austrian man is your uncle. Actually, was that guy in Tremors, or does he just remind me of Michael Gross? What was his name in this movie again? I don't know. Find out for me, Seb. You're on the internet anyway. There's, like an, there's a character called Mexican. Enrique. Enrique. That'll be, that'll be it. Enrique, not Javier. Just, Enrique. Um, yeah. what is was he in Tremors? Is your question? He's in the Usual Suspects. I'm asking, does, does he, because he looks a bit like Michael Gross, who was in Tremors. Oh, no, he's Castillo Guerrera. Oh, there you go. And he wasn't in Tremors. I, I'm going to look because there's seven Tremors Please films. Please do. <laughs> it's when they're in Mexico and Sarah Connor gets all geared up. She's having a little think and having a little bit of a carve into the picnic table there. And that's when she decides, okay, if we're going to stop the Terminator, one way we could definitely do that is just by you know, playing Skynet's game. It's sending Terminators back in time to uh, to get rid of John Connor before he's a threat. 
So let's get rid of Skynet before it's a threat. Mm-hmm. I'm back in time now. I have knowledge of the future. Let's Reasonable go after thinking. Let's go after Miles Dyson. She gets info from from Arnie about who he is and when what he's developing and what the timeline is, and that's when she she goes fuck it. I'm going to yep. I'm I'm going to go in the middle of the night. I'm going to take my assault rifle. I'm going to take out Miles Dyson. Problem solved. No Skynet. We're done. Yep. Also, and she fucks think. up. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's well, a, it's technically a little, the kid fucked up. It's a, it's a little bit of luck on Miles Dyson. Yeah, it's the universe having a bit of a sense of humor and going. Let's let's see how much we can we can milk this. Yeah. <laughs> she takes the shot, misses because he's distracted by his kid at that exact moment, and he's alerted to Good it for and, nothing. Yeah, and. She does break in and threaten him. He's he's off in a corner, cuddled with his kids, and she's kind of going, oh, I'm not a killer, but mm. killing you will save three billion lives and all this shit that, that's happened. Yeah, um, but, but he's she, got a kid. <laughs> but she can't pull the trigger, and Arnie and John make it there in time when they after they realise what's what's going on. Oh. They, they lay it on with Miles Dyson, who kind of takes it, and, and that's when he says... Look, okay. If what you're saying is true, and I and I believe that it is, um, we thought we were doing something awesome. But if it's going to be horrible, uh, I'll help you. I'll get you into the building. You don't have to kill me, but I can get rid of all the research and, and help you help you take it out. Yeah. Let's do that. So Miles Dyson's played by Joe Morton. Yes, um, which is a, a lovely actor. He also plays uh, Silas Stone in the Justice League films which is the, uh, oh, okay. the father of Cyborg slash the man that turns his son into Cyborg. So there you mm. go. He's making Terminators in every <laughs> franchise. <laughs> just one though, just the one. Just the one. <laughs> um, your other guy was not in any of the 17 Tremors films. I think <laughs> I think he just looks like Michael Gross. <laughs> I had to check so it frankly, like, I remember so many. I'm like, you may have accidentally been in one. No, Michael Gross, I remember from Family Ties and I don't know why, but James Cameron always reminded me of him. Like I think they look quite similar too. Just like Stanley Tucci and Paul Giamatti look alike. They're the right? same Did actor. <laughs> there was a Tremors TV series in 2018. What? Nah. Why would they need a TV series after 45 movies? Wait, Kevin Bacon was in it? I feel like they've told that story. <laughs> anyway, they get back to Cyberdyne. Um, the T-1000 is is looking for them and uh, you know manages to get to Miles Dyson somehow and overhears on the police radio that there's an incident going on at, at, at Cyberdyne, the Cyberdyne building. Hoofs it over there. Meanwhile, everybody, uh, the team have, have infiltrated the place and, and are setting up you know, charges and bombs and things all, all over the place. And the police come. Big raid happens. <laughs> And they get taken out. Miles Dyson is shot up. Sarah Connor, you know, manages to make it off. And poor Miles is left there holding the detonator. Mm-hmm. Gets spotted by one of the cops and he goes, I don't know how long I can hold this. Oh, great scene. I'm not doing yeah. it any justice and I don't mean to make fun of it. Uh, and that's when they realise, holy shit, this guy's going to blow the shit yeah. up. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, and then they do. Long story short, they blow up Cyberdyne and it's awesome. And the main guys get away and the T-1000 chases after them in an awesome helicopter scene. And then they're yeah, in the steelworks really cool. and another awesome show down there. And it's a great film. Everybody has a great time. You want to talk about it? Not a great I film? Sure. Like, <laughs> sorry, 2020 came out, come, came out or is coming out Tremors, Shrieker Island. Still starring um, your boy, Michael Gross. Um, so that's fun. He kept there. Um, and just... Where is the audience for these films? <laughs> the same audience that likes trash like Napoleon Dynamite, I guess, because John Head is in this film. I'm like, how? Yeah, you, Napoleon Dynamite is awesome. It's trash. I agree. And <laughs> I'm actually going to call this 
You know what else is also really fall, good? He upwardly fell into the Tremors franchise. The cartoon series they did is also severely underrated. Oh, really? Yeah. Just only ran for like one season, but it's really, really good. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. Well, you know, so <laughs> you have a pretty well-confirmed history of being wrong, so it's fine. I actually really love Tremors 1. It's great. It's fine. No, it's great. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know about the other, the other six. That's so weird. Why is it so bad? Why did we do? Why did we do the Terminator franchise when we could have done the Tremors franchise and cover the same amount of movies? <laughs> See what happens when you sit down and think about the schedule, Seb, instead of just shooting from the hip. <laughs> We're gonna shoot from the hip. <laughs> Next year is the year of Tremors. <laughs> anyway, Terminator is awesome. It we didn't finish awesome the movie, film. did we? Yeah, we're done. Miles Dyson just died. No, we're at the Steelbooks. We're, we're, we've already done it. No, no. We're going to Miles Dyson chattering away before he dies. What? It's great. No, we've he done dies, it, Seb. The place blows up. Yeah. Yeah. They escape like a helicopter. helicopter I liked his chase, death. More fight. Dead. His death was really well acted. It was well, interesting. Seb, if you want to take part of the conversation, you're welcome to. <laughs> at any time, when we're talking about movies, you can jump in and talk <laughs> about the as, bits you know, of the, the movie that you like. The exact portion that you're discussing that we talked about approximately two minutes ago, you, you could have jumped in. I, I mean. was reading Trevor Seven. <laughs> um, okay, I made this comment to you guys on our little group chat, but I'll, I'll say it here. I appreciate that they kill the bad guy by melting him down in like the in the yeah. in the steel, mm. and I still stand by the fact that if this film came out today he would have just come out of that as some sort of gigantic magma version of himself. <laughs> yeah. And then they would have gone to some yeah. convoluted thing. It was like, nope, he's melted. The end. Yeah. Because I, I do like that they tease you saying, oh, he can be killed by being frozen. It's the blob. Do you guys get it? It's the movie, The Blob. And then it's not The Blob. Well, it sort of it's, is. It's another, he, yeah. it's, it's another, you know, monster fake out where mm. it's, it's dead, but it's not really dead. But, but I like that it's like, oh, that makes so much sense when he yeah. is frozen. It didn't feel convoluted. And then when they do melt him, it's like, oh, okay, that also makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I still stand by it. If this movie came out today, it would have just been him taking on a final form. No, but there are consequences because after he's reformed, after being frozen, he starts to stick to anything he touches. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and and his mimicry is starting to, to play up. Mm-hmm. I did like as well when he was being melted, when he actually died, how he was just like glitching through all the Going things. Going through all the forms. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was cool. That was nice. Like literally life flashing before your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, are you guys done then? Would you like to move on to the, is that, what we're, is that what we're getting to? Well, look, I could say, so. I could, you know, keep my, my Terminator Philia going for a lot longer. <laughs> but I think everybody's sick of hearing my voice and just how awesome Terminator is. This is where that part How, how awesome the Terminator slow. and T2 are. <laughs> yep. That's it. What's it what's and nothing worse came is? afterwards. <laughs> Next they week. popped it up in a museum and they never touched it again. <laughs> Next week is worse in yeah. every possible way. Yeah. But that's a thing that we could say for every following movie. So let's keep you mind. Sure could. Next week's worse, but it gets worse. <laughs> That's right. It's like uh, what's his name from Office Space. It, every single day is worse than the previous day. So every time you see me, it's the worst day of my life. Just like that's that's it. Every version of Terminator that you see brand new is the worst version of Terminator because they're all worse than the previous one. They that's sure the are. lesson here, folks. Things <laughs> don't get better. All right. Well, let's roll into the verdicts then. You heard the good. You heard the bad. Okay, so I'm going to score this one differently to how I normally score films. Normally, it's yeah, you recommend or you don't recommend. But I've, I've got I've got a points system going here. So we start off, 
every movie starts off with a five out of ten. You got to you got to earn yourself to a ten, and you got to you fail down to a to a zero. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So immediately, no dong. So we're negative five stars. <laughs> we, got to, we have to drop down ten, but then we gain ten stars because Miles Dyson's fantastic. And then we just get a couple more along the way to recommend. It's fine, it passes. <laughs> um, that was just a that was just a convoluted gag for another Dong reference. This movie's fantastic. Why do you like the Mars Dyson character so much? I just like that he's set up like you would hate this character because he's responsible for this and that. And then you get to him and he's like, But he oh, wasn't he I'm wasn't, he wasn't malicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's what I mean. Like I like that he's like super reasonable. And I kind of hate that he gets killed in this story for I, I mean, you could argue Yes, he he is being the a monster. terrorist, Seb. Yeah. Oh no, I meant like he created the monster, but he yeah. didn't actually create the monster, which is more freaking frustrating. He's just yeah. caught in all this bullshit time travel stuff. Um, but I just like that he would normally be a, in any other film a point of contention, like you'd have okay. to butt up against this character, and they do for half a scene, and then it's something like, "Oh no, I'll just join you. That's a good idea." Yeah, don't kill me, but we can kill the project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I also like the idea, like, I just hate my job. So the idea of going in there and just destroying it, like he takes- Can you he loved his job? No, but like, remember he's like, he was, can he I have that hammer just so I can blow up this one yeah. thing I've been working on? So, like he, there was a part of him that really liked it as well. Um, oh, but yeah, I, I loved it. I would have like, I would have kept him alive for other things because I liked his character, but it's fine for this film. Eh, sacrifice need to be made. Well, ideally this film wouldn't have had a sequel for that to matter. Yeah. Well, that's not where we're at, though. But no, I do recommend it's it. It's not film. the way the world works, Seb. He died for nothing. Yeah. When your movie makes $500 million, I'm afraid there <laughs> will be a sequel. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> well, T2, for, you know, for, for what it is, is an excellent action film. Even standalone, it would have been great. And I think a lot of people... Uh, did both of you see it before The Terminator? Yeah, I, I, I believe. I think film. I did, yeah. Okay. I think a lot of people were introduced to the Terminator franchise through this movie, mm. um, and that certainly makes sense. It's you know, well, it um, is very highly regarded. Like, yeah. you like look up like even on IMDb, like if you just sort of scroll through reviews, it's like mostly like tens, like calling it the best action movie ever. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and and that it is. It holds up remarkably well, and mm, very much. As so. I say, it's a thirty-year-old film now, and it's just fantastic to watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're flipping, most of your your big set pieces are cars taking bumps. If explosions and guns, it's going to look good now because that shit looked good then. Yeah, and they're just but so lucky. But by, by the fact of all, like the is it T one thousand? Yeah, all those liquid metal effects have held up a lot better than they should have, considering mm, they definitely. weren't practical. Like the, the reason they the spent thing, a lot of money on them. Yeah. yeah, the reason the thing holds up is because it's all practical. So yeah. it looks exactly the same as it did, it, whether you think it looks fake or not. It looks the same, and it's a good story. Oh, of course, it keeps you it keeps you invested and going. Okay, what's going to happen next? I really care about these characters because I've gotten to know them. I care about them. Um, is it this film that was this before or after the abyss? Because I remember there being some sort of link between the abyss, the liquid metal the 80s. effects. Yeah. Um, were taken from the abyss in terms because it's both James Cameron, um, oh, quite possibly from the the moving water effects. Um, when you look at the yeah. abyss and see like the the fucking pipelines of water and shit shoot yeah. through. They use the same thing, but they silvered it. The Abyss movie. is what Cameron made after Aliens, which was 86. Mm. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I, I mean, you guys, sorry, you continue with the recommendations. I'll see if I can find this part about the Abyss because there was very, there's a big tight link yep. there between the award Absolute effects. Absolutely recommend one big thumbs up from me. Yep. I would be quite the same. I think it's easily probably one of my favorite like action kind of movies. And I'm not really big on them either. Like action is okay. probably not my favorite genre of film, but like, a movie like this, like you can't 
not love it. Like it's just so fun and enjoyable. Cause like I said, it's long. Like the version I watched was like the extended cut. So it was like two hours, 40 minutes, but like it just flew by cause it's such a fun, great film. Oh yeah. I found big, my thing. Big recommend. Good. Sorry. Um, effectively the short version is he wanted to do liquid metal in the first one was going to do it with claymation was like, no, it looks terrible. Didn't do it. But then after doing the, from, from doing the abyss and then onwards for this film, he was like, oh <laughs> no, we've done water effects pretty well. I Maybe reckon we, we can, can do, do it. it. Yeah. So it was literally, yeah. Just because he had done something very similar prior, but this movie, wait, did Terminator come out before the abyss? Yeah. The Terminator is 84. Oh, there you go. Made Terminator, which led to aliens. And then he made the abyss after that. Right. And the abyss stars Ed Harris. So you know, it's good. Mm-hmm. Ed Harris and other women. <laughs> And Ed Harris. Starring <laughs> Ed Harris and others. You guys know Ed Harris. He's the bad guy from Star Trek Into the Darkness. Yay. Into what? Darkness. No. Is he? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. I can't, Is he? I can neither confirm Ed nor Harris? deny. No. No, I'm concerned. Not in Into Darkness. No. Is Ed Harris not from Robocop? No, not from Robocop. Oh, I'm, I'm picking up- Peter Weller? Peter Weller. Yep. That was a weird- You're very pe- bad at this, <laughs> Ed Harris is um, Truman. No, not Truman. He's um, Christoph. Christoph. Ah, uh, yep, yep. Okay, yeah. He's not the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Shit. What a, great, what a great foot to end this episode on. Seb uh, being wrong. Uh, Find us on Instagram <laughs> at Second Take Podcast, or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash second take. You can also follow me on Twitter if you like at Jordan MSPP. You can follow me on Twitter where I research things before I say them. It's <laughs> at Bashan underscore James. That's Do you true. though? No. I feel like you just get into arguments with people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Like when I when I post my opinion, it's not an invitation for you to post your opinion. You can tweet your own opinion on your Twitter. <laughs> Go to it over there. Um, our website is still secondtakepodcast.com it still exists um, send us an email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com um, if there's any films for example like or franchises that you're interested in for next year assuming that cinemas reopen um, the earlier you shoot them through the more that we can take them into consideration when actually putting together our schedule um, but in saying that you know it's uh, who knows? I got, I got no, I got no further opinions on that. Is that the end? Have I done all my social? No, patreoncom slash second take. I've, I feel like I've never done this before. <laughs> it might be handy if you took a page out of Joe Biden's book and just wrote stuff down to read off. But I would do the you know, Trump thing it, and it, never read the script because because <laughs> you might forget what what you're supposed to be talking about. So you just have the have the cue there. It would be good. Trump is fine. He can forget what he's talking about, but he's so charismatic. He just talks about the thing that's most important at the time. He reads the audience. Is he charismatic though? Yeah. I think yeah. he's, I don't think he is. No, he, he totally is. He's got the speech patterns I don't of know somebody if it's in charisma ward. as much as it is just needing to watch the train wreck. Yeah. Fine, but for whatever reason, you keep you keep watching. Yeah, that's it. I, <laughs> you, I watch, you watch Sleepy Joe and you're ready for it. <laughs> I think <laughs> there's a difference between sounding confident and being engaging with how you're speaking. Like he sounds like he knows what he's talking about in a sense that he's confident about it, but I don't think there's a, the actual structure of what he's saying. Save it for a variety hour. This is a movie review show, not well, a political commentary show. Fine. We have it's to, not we, even a speech review show. Can we possibly <laughs> <Those> exist? <laughs> specifically just Let's review- Let's do a debater's corner. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just review Home Alone 2, and that way I can talk about it. Perfect segue, Sam. <laughs> All right, I'm going to press the outro music, but which outro music will I press?
but, our house. But, but, we but, spent but, money on it, sir. But, 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 but. Nope. Nope. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. I pressed the wrong one. It's not verdict time. I was going to press goodbye horses and I pressed that by accident. Um, Just to reiterate my verdict, too, too good. <laughs> Still good. <laughs> Most podcasts would go back and edit that one out. Not this one. Second Take Podcast is recorded within the Moreton Bay region of Queensland, Australia, and acknowledges this region's original owners, namely the Jinnabara, Kabi Kabi, and Yugara people. Second Take Podcast respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of these lands, and we pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the cultures, and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. 